Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's get back to the NBA. Uh, joining us right now on the line is Radio.com Sports NBA insider Rick Buecher. Insider calls are brought to you by the midsize mattress from Mercedes-Benz Vans. Rick. Thanks for joining us today. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Tony. How are you? We're fantastic. Got to ask you a little bit uh, about the news that MLB, or excuse me, MLB, NBA may be trying to propose uh, an in-season inter- tournament, a 7-10 through yeah. 10, uh, play-in game, also shorten the season by four games. How is this being uh, accepted or not accepted around the league, and, and what are your thoughts on it? Well, you know, they're also they're talking about having a Cirque du Soleil performance going on in the <laughs> game as well. <laughs> Pretty much anything to keep people entertained and saying, no, I have to watch this. I have to watch this. Um, I understand why they're doing it. Uh, their, their ratings are down. Uh, they're, obviously, their TV sponsors have uh, ponied up a lot of money, and they're hoping that the next time around that whether it's streaming services or their broadcast partners that they're going to pony up again. And so they have to address this, but I really think that this is not, I think this is a function of one. It's just uh, in for today's sports consumer uh, thinking that people are going to be locked in for 82 games and are going to watch uh, and are going to watch every night simply isn't, uh, isn't realistic, uh, largely because I think the audience has changed. The NBA owns more of the sports landscape than it ever has before. We were talking about the Anthony Davis trade to the Lakers the week before uh, the last Super Bowl. I've never seen that. I've never seen the NBA dominate the week before the Super Bowl ever. Um, and if you you look through the, the the 12 months of the year, I guarantee you that there are more months spent talking about NBA subjects than about anything else. But that doesn't mean that that audience that is talking about those things on social media there's, that are eyeballs or, or, or riveted by the conversation are people who are actually interested in watching the games. They'll watch highlights, but they won't necessarily watch the games. So uh, unless they reduce the number of games, and they're really not talking about that, they're trying to find a way to keep it close to the same amount of games and make those games more meaningful. I just don't know that there's a way to make a hundred some basketball games a year. Uh, I, even if LeBron James plays in every one of them, I don't know that it, that that's going to be enough to make people tune into every game. Um, so uh, the, uh, you know, it'll push, it'll move the needle a little bit, um, and I understand why they're doing it. But I think it's a, I think it's a, a reflection of the way we consume sports today as opposed to uh, that the NBA product itself or the meaning of the games, you know, regular season games, that they've lost their meaning, and that's the only reason people that aren't watching anymore. 
I, I view it like this: like the NBA is is we should give them some credit for being open to new ideas and new concepts, but the implementation of these things isn't as easy as kind of it it, it seems when you just read about it. How, how realistic? Yeah. What are some of the challenges that would face for either of these things to be put into place? And and is there really? I think Tony used the phrase: is there really any meat on the bone? Is this substantive? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I haven't gotten a sense of. I know there is some resistance uh, among. Uh, owners and ultimately they're the ones that are going to decide. There's some resistance from them in terms of uh, of doing it this way. I, I mean, the bottom line is, if you're going to do something this revolutionary, you want to make sure that it's going to work. There'd be nothing worse for the NBA. There wouldn't be a worse look for the NBA is if they turn their whole uh, structure upside down and it doesn't move the needle. It doesn't change the ratings. It doesn't have that effect, and, and then people are going to look at it and go, well, that, that's that kind of <laughs> sniffs of desperation, right? Yeah. It didn't work. What are you going to try next? And I'm going to suggest the Cirque du Soleil thing. But um, the, uh, I, I think that, that it's, it's basically, if you're, going to make, if you're going to do something that revolutionary, you want to make certain that it works. This is a lot different than introducing remember the ball they introduced that was supposed yeah. to have the better grip and all that stuff and that lasted about like, i don't know half a season uh and but this is this is more revolutionary than that i i don't know that you can introduce this and then go back yeah so yeah. i think that's that's the big is making certain that it would that it would work and here's here's the other part like you okay so you can have an in-season tournament you can do all that stuff if you're a team that's vying for a championship and a championship is really the most important thing to you, are you really going to care, care about that, that early season yeah, yeah. tournament? Like, are you, are, is that going to mean anything? So if it doesn't mean anything to the most meaningful teams, then really what's the value of, of, winning, of winning that tournament? So I'd like to see them do so. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see some tweaks when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the playoffs. I think that um, – I think that having, you know, not not having it seated by conference, just having it seated one through sixteen, uh, would be uh, would be more interesting. Uh, but uh, you know, th- those are they're not worried about people tuning in to the playoffs. They're worried about tuning people tuning into the regular season. And again, I think if you if you really want to change the dynamic there and make them meaningful, just reduce it to sixty six games. You know, then every game, Matt, we've seen this in the lockout years, then every game really does matter in terms of you making the playoffs and your seating in the playoffs. You can't take any nights off. Um, But they don't want to do that because you're going to lose revenue. Rick Buger, Radio.com Insider. Rick, you you bring up a terrific point because I do remember that strike year and how hard teams were playing from the very Mm -hmm. first game of of that season. And and it certainly seems like the play-in games could work immediately. Um, and and it would bring some intrigue, and I think the re the reseeding the conference finals would would kind of bring some intrigue. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I want to ask you a little bit because I saw you on Fox the other day uh, talking about the two Southern California teams, Lakers, Clippers, both of them yes. playing some really good basketball. You, you made it apparent, at least in my mind, that the Lakers or the Clippers are the clear cut favorite in terms of if those two teams match up towards the end of the season. Um, based yes. based on how the Lakers have played to start the season, any change to that at all? I'm not going to be a prisoner of the regular season. I, I believe that the that the Lakers are uh, 
and and will continue to be um, a great regular season team. Uh, the reason that I I talked about the Clippers as I did and being clear cut uh, better is because I think they are better suited as a playoff team. Mm, and okay. the Lakers' margin of error is much thinner. You have to have a 35-year-old LeBron James playing the way he is now. You have to have uh, Anthony Davis healthy. And you have to have Danny Green uh, not playing the way we saw Danny Green play at points last year prior to making some big shots at the very end in the post in the, in the finals. Um, he wasn't very good leading up to that. Uh, you, Rajon Rondo has to be, give, be able to give you something. Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. I just, there's a lot of pieces here that are contributing now. And honestly, if you still, if you look at their, uh, at who they've played to this point, uh, I think they've played two teams with winning records at this, at this stage. So they've, they've beaten up who they should, and you can only beat, you know, you can only play who you're scheduled to play and, so I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from them, but uh, the the Clippers' depth, their versatility, the fact that they have three go-to guys in Lou Williams, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George, and they and the defense that they can play, I just it, they are just so built for the postseason. When it gets a little bit slower, it gets a little more physical. They're a very physical team. When you gotta, you know, you you're coming down to last possession games, and you need a go-to bucket. Shoot, having three of those guys, it's yeah. it's like, let me find the matchup. And on the other side, so your go-to is who? I I would still think it's LeBron, right? Yeah. I mean, what for as good as Anthony Davis is, what track record does he have of making big shots in postseason, and not just in a playoff game, going to the finals? Yeah, I mean yeah. every. Every round ratchets higher. The farthest that Anthony Davis has ever been is the second round. No, so I think that's. I think those things matter. Rick, we certainly appreciate your time and to hear the expertise. And you've been around this game so long. It, it was nice to hear your point of view, especially on a tournament. We appreciate your time, and hopefully, we catch up soon. Happy to join you guys anytime. Have a great Thanksgiving. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.